0: Here we go, today's daf is daf ayin Vahov, page 76 in the Halei Gimmel Kedushin and then we pick up at the bottom of da, uh, ayin Hay omurveiz 75b, let us go back a little bit and pick up from the Rebbe Akiva Sovar okay, this is five lines from the bottom of ayin hei Vez. alright, so Rebbe Shmuel just gave us an opinion Which is that Kusim aren't really valid converts. And any Kohanim that got mixed in with the Kusim are problematic in their own yichus. Alright? Therefore, we cannot marry with Kusim. We don't know what's up, says Rabbi Shmuel. And besides for that, they never really converted. Rabbi Akiva, five lines from the bottom of the Yomod, Bottom of the daf is coming to argue with Rabbi Shmuel. It says Rabbi Akiva, listen to this. Rabbi Akiva, holds kusim, garei mshein Kusim converted properly, and any kahanim that got involved with them are fine. Shenamar as says The kahanim made for them, the the kusim made for themselves for their b'mois kahanim. You know what it means? It means that they chose the best of the best. They made sure they had Okay. Period. Period, period, period. Now listen to this. Why did the Chachamim say not to marry into the Kusim? Because because they held, there's a chi of yibum when a husband died childless and his wife was in Arusa in the first stage of marriage. That's where yibum is. Top of today's daf. Upaitrim es And they would say that any woman who already had nesuin is not included in the laws of yibum. So now the issue is like this. The kusim allowed widows who were obligated in Yibum to not have Chalitza. That's a problem. The question that we should have is, why? Why did the Kusim allow such a thing? If they were totally valid converts and they were keeping Taira Mitzvahs, why did they allow this? My darshi says the Gemara, they made a drush, But they, incorrectly. And it was, the wife of the mace, Cannot marry outside to a strange person. Which means only a woman that never moved in with her husband is forbidden to an Ishzar, another outside man. But this woman who never lived away from her husband, could marry somebody else. So this was a mistaken drasha, the kusim made. Rebekiva yesh and the problem is, if you marry a woman who's a Yavama, there's a Chi of love, and the children are going to be Mamzerim, according to Rabbi Akiva, and therefore they're forbidden to call you So again, we now have a Machleik as, as to why you can't marry with Kusim. According to Rabbi Shmuel, they're not healthy converts. According to Rabbi Akiva, they're finer converts, but they have a halacha when it comes to marriage mixed up. They allow women who are obligated in yibum to just marry out without yibum, And therefore we have a concern that there's mamzirim running around in the Kusi community. So you don't marry with them. The yeshaimrim, and some give another reason why we don't marry with Kusim, because they are not experts in mitzvahs. Says the Gemara, what does that mean? Man Ye Shoibir. Alvar of Eidibar Oven, Rebidibar Oven says, Rev. Lezer, he did Tanya, Rebbe, we learned that Rebraisa. Matzas kusi muteres. You, if a kusi makes matzah on Pesach, you're allowed to eat it. You could assume it's kosher. And it's not chomitz. Eat it at your Pesach, there's no problem. Rev. Lezer, Iser. Rev. Lezer says, no, they can't. Because they know mitzvahs, but they don't know the fine points. Of mitzvahs And when it comes to matzah, which has a lot of fine, delicate halachas, we can't rely on the kusim that much, which is fascinating. Some people, like they're general mitzvah people, when it gets to like the ins and outs, the specifics, they're not so careful. So we need to be concerned about this. Rebishemang on the alignment call mitzvah kusim. You should know that the kusim were interesting in that. It's not that they kept mitzvahs in general but not specifics. It's actually different. He says, says the Kusim converted fine, but when it came to actual performance of mitzvahs, some they didn't really do, but the ones that they did, boy, did they do it right. They'd be mitaktic even more than Yisro. Okay, but the bottom line is you see from over here, the Yeshaimrim, the reason why you don't marry into Kusim is because they're not Bekim, Biddikduke the Mitzis, they're not experts in the fine details of the Halachis. Now, which fine details of marriage would the Kusim not be aware of? Which would cause us reason for concern to not marry them? Says the Gemara, Valahochi, my When it comes to marriage, what aren't they familiar with? The Fisha Imbekim, Kedushim Begirush. Says the Gemara, they don't, there's a lot of intricate details to the laws of Kedushin and Gerishin. Since they're not familiar, it's very possible some of the marriages that they have are invalid marriages. Some of the divorces that they have are invalid divorces. And we have a concern that the kids running around are going to be mamzerim, Because even if those kids, even if you say a minority of those kids are mom But since the whole Kusi community wasn't careful, they would let those kids marry with their kids, and therefore a regular Jew is not allowed to marry in. He says that a mamzer from a brother and sister, and a mamzer from having relations with your brother's wife, they got mixed in to... Uh, they got mixed into Kusim. And that's why you don't marry Kusim. Says the Gemara, My what, what's he telling me? Yesh Mamzer Mechavi Krisis, Nis They're going to tell me that there's Mamzeris by Akareis, I already know that. Says the Gemara, no, he's just telling me that this is what happened. He knows the story, My yeah, He's letting me know that we know for a fact it's not just a concern, there's Mamzerim running around the Kusi community. Rava Omar, and Rava says, Ever the Shivcha Nis Arvu we don't marry into Kusim because an Eved, uh, uh, Eved Kanani and a Shivcha Kananis got mixed up inside of that community. Eved married into one of the families. They weren't freed. We don't know which families which. And therefore, stay away. Says the Isura Mishum I already know that's a problem. So what's the Chiddish? Says the again, No, this is another story that we're familiar with that took place in the Kusi community. Bottom line is, we're aware of the circumstances surrounding it. They don't keep close eyes on the yichas. Do not marry into the uh, into the community of kusin. Says the next mission: uh, somebody marries a kohenes. So you go back um, uh, eight mothers. Okay, what does that mean? Eight mothers. So here we go, ima. We check out her mother, the Aim Ima, and her mother's mother, the Aim Avi Ima, and the mother of her mother's father, the Aim the mother of her father, the Ima, and the mother of her mother's father. So her great grandmother, the Aim avia Avi Avi the and the mother of her father's father, the Ima, and her father. Okay, so you're checking out both sides of, of the family. Okay. Levia. now the question, that we're going to have to understand why. Just because you marry, you want to marry a woman who's, okay, Henness, why do you got to do all this research? We'll see. Livia, <clears throat> what if you want to marry the daughter of a lady, the Israelis? and the daughter of a Yisrael, or a daughter of Yisrael. Which means, you add on an additional generation to all them. Add on additional generation. Okay. Now, why are we doing that? Says Rashi, you got to check out people's yichas, make sure they're not mamzerim. Kaihanim, who are generally more careful, they've checked it out. Imagine if this was the part of the shidduch process. Every time you had to give over a shidduch resume, you had to uh, check the status of the great, great, great grandmothers. We want to make sure they're legitimate and not mamzer. Okay? Now, Do some people acc- do that? No, I hope not. No. According to this Mishnah, though, you're expected to check out to ensure that uh, that people have good yichas Now, there's a lot of conversation even on this Mishnah before we get to the Gemara. Whether this is applying to a Kohain who wants to marry a Kohenes or a Levi of whether it applies to uh, whether it applies to uh, everybody. Okay, but um, we're, we're trying to figure out the uh, the specific status. Now, I want to add one more layer to this. If we're dealing with a Kohen who wants to get married. So there's a reason to specifically check this out in that a Kohen cannot marry isha So he has to make sure that the wife's status of a halala, besides her being a mamzeres, a halala, he has to sure she's not a halala at all. Okay, so we got to make sure everybody's Lineage is untainted Alright Says the Gemara like this You should know If you know That the woman you're looking into Her Her uh, um, Zaidi, Her father Served in the Beis Hamikdash No need to check out anymore Once you hear that information You're fine You heard that he dochened no problem. Not if he was a member of the Sanhedrin. You heard they're on the Sanhedrin. You could assume that if he was on the Sanhedrin, they did their research, and you're good. Also, anybody who's known to the Kehillah, that they worked on behalf of the Jewish community, they oversaw the local tzedakus, they were part of the, uh, you know, important members of the Jewish communities. You, 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 they can marry into Kahuna without any checkings. Rabbi Yisi, Aymer, Rabbi Yisi says, Even somebody who, would, who, who was allowed to sign on a document in the, uh, in the Arki is a court of Tzipari. Also you could, uh, is, you don't need to check out previous generations Apparently in these places, they checked Yichus before allowing people to sign, so you could rely on their checking. Even if somebody who's, who's uh, included in the Astaria of the king, which we'll see on Amud Bey's Be'ez Hashem, uh, what this is referring to. We're going to translate it right now as a soldier, okay? So the Mishnah starts out by telling us you got to do big checkings and the mission ends off by giving us specific situations where you're not obligated to check further back into the Yichas. Okay, here we go. Ask the Gemara a basic question. We learned in our Mishnah, you check back great-great-great-grandmothers. Here's the question. Why not great-great-great-grandfathers? Why are we looking at the mother? When we look back to previous generations, why does it make sure her mother was kosher, her grandmother was kosher? See, we're not trying to find out if they were Jewish. If you're trying to find out if they were Jewish, fine. Here we're trying to find out if you' got kosher yichus. The fathers are very much involved in that. Get ready for this. When women get upset at each other, you know what comes out first? Arias. Arias. Therefore, if something were to come out, something was there, it's not going to be known right away. What does this mean? A woman's going to say to another woman, yeah, you, you talk to me like that because... Your mother's uh, whatever, and then when names get thrown around, when names get thrown around, you don't know what's true, what's not true, right? Not information. Gavri, de got when men argue. de they argue about yichus. Yeah, they say, yeah. Well, your great 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 grandfather was a uh, mamzer. I checked into your yichus. See, women check into each other with with a. Uh, you know, you, you guys were, you were immoral. Your mother was immoral. Yeah, this was immoral. Men argue, about, you know, uh, no wonder you act like that because your Alta Zayda was a uh, whatever, right? So, the Yux of I'm Emisa, and therefore, you ready for this. If there would be a problem, it's like you'd know about it. On the man's side, you would know. You don't need to investigate. On the woman's side, you need to investigate. Okay. Let's pause for a second The Mishnah started out by saying If a man wants to marry a you, you check her out Do women have to check out also? That's not what it says. it says Why don't women have to check out the men? The Mishnah didn't talk about that The whole prohibition of intermarrying With Apostle Iichas is given to men, it's not given to women. Okay. Ravada Barivi Ravada Barivi Tani Dalidi Mois. You check out four generations of mothers. A mother, grandmother, great grandmother, great grandmother, Shahim Shtemasri. He says it ends up being twelve mothers total that you're looking into. Okay? <clears throat> He's saying you gotta keep going and check out not only the mother's side, but you got to check out the, all the grandmother's mothers as well. See, when you're just looking at the mother, <clears throat> you say, okay, I'm a little mother, the grandmother, and then the grandmother had two mothers because you're going to have to check out the grandmother's father's mother and the grandmother's mother's mother, right? Here he says, the great-grandmother also. You have to check out all the mothers that she comes from. We must The time we learned in the brisa daladi mois shehem sheish You got to go back a, an additional generation. I understand the brother rabbi. We now turn top Mukum from a base. We're dealing with leviah nabas yisrael. So I'll say, listen, check out twelve instead of sixteen because you always have one generation less for leviah for uh, leviah nabas yisrael. Must listen name of pliga, but for the brisa maybe we say that argues on our mishnah which says only eight light. Like, zugachas means one more set of mothers, which means the mother and the grandmother, in addition to the original four women. Ultimately, it ends up being, being uh, 16. So it's not a stira, it's not a contradiction to the bryse. Here we go. This is where, this is where Rabiel comes into the picture. This Mishnah is reviewed on Says the Chachamim. Any Jewish family has a status of being kosher, unless you know otherwise. You do not need to ask on the when it comes to Shaduchim. Is your grandmother a or mom's, or your great-grandmother a or mom's, your great-grandmother's mother's mother, mother's mother? You don't need to do that. There's a Chazakah that you're fine. Now keep in mind, the whole reason why we had to check into mothers, what was the whole logic? We said, that. Eh, Men fight about yichas, it would come out. Women don't. Apparently, if yichas is known, there's no need to check. So the Cham say, Listen, Chazaka, you follow status. Any woman who shows up, there's an assumption she's Jewish, you can assume she's fit to get married. (laughs) Ini says, It's not true. Our mission is dealing with where there's already a problem with the woman's lineage. So the Chachamim, according to the Mishnah, would agree that if there's no Chazaka, there's no status that everything's fine and dandy, but there's an issue, they would agree you should investigate. And therefore our Mishnah shouldn't be only the opinion of Rabbi I'm sorry, it should not just be the opinion of Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yudamar says it's Rabbi Meir, it should also be the opinion of the Chacham, says the Gemara, the one who says the, that Zudvei Rev Meir did not agree with the other opinion about uh, about Rev Chama Bargoria, okay? Ika There are those who say Am Revi No But All families are considered to have good Yichus. You do not need to check the Yichus when getting involved in a Shidduch. Am Rechiyav Goyim Marav Imkari ear, Then Sarach Livdei Acharei. You have to check after her. Period. End of that Gemara. Two dots, here we go. We said you do not need to check into lineage if you found out in the family somebody worked in the Beis Hamikdash. My timer, why? Because they do the checking for us. The base the Hamikdash made sure that anybody who worked in the Beis Hamikdash had kosher yichas. So no need you can rely on their investigation. Also, if somebody went up on the platform, whether it's a lady, whether it's Kayan. <clears throat> to sing, to duchin, to watch the gates. Okay? Also, you don't need to check past. My Again, anybody who was there, we know they were the ones with the impeccable lineage. Also, if you heard that the, on the mother side of the family, someone sat on the Sanhedrin, there's going to be no issue there as well. My Taima, why? The Tanr Base Yosef taught us, the same way the Sanhedrin need to be mamish, clean when it came to honesty and integrity, so too they, have, they were completely clean when it came to their yichas. Therefore, if you hear about a woman that her family sat on the Sanhedrin, no need to look past that. Amar Maremar, Maikara, where do you see this from? Wapasuk, Kulach, Yofa, Rayasi. You are completely, all of you are beautiful. Rayasi um, uh, is a friend. Umum einbach bach. There's not even a mum in E'en a mum mamish. Maybe it means that a member of the Sanhedrin cannot have an an actual mum, an actual blemish in their body. Heino means a blemish in the yichus. Amr v'ach v'yakov, Amr k'roh. This yatsvushom imach, that the members of the Sanhedrin stand with, Maisha Rabbeinu imach, but daimim They're perfect like Maisha Rabbeinu. No question in their lineage. V'domo mishum shechina. Maybe all it means is, that they needed to be uh, mamish perfect, both in body and in yichus, because the mamish the Shekhinah, is going to be there. But in a general fashion of the Sanhedrin, when the Shekhinah is not there, who says they had impeccable yichus? Amar Nachman, Amar Kra, v'nasu which means lach. The other judges are going to make it easier for you, Ma'isha which means they're going to be like you, Ma'isha, and if you're going to judge like this on the Sanhedrin. Even if you're not at a time where the shekhinah is residing, or shekhinah is always residing with the Sanhedrin, but specifically, you know, uh, by the uh, by referring to uh, Kli and in the Midbar, so we see in general they needed to be like Ma'isha, which is they have impeccable yichus. Okay, and once we know they have impeccable yichus, you don't need to look any further for a family that's sat on the Sanhedrin. Okay. Does that, mean, does that mean that the Sanhedrin checks the, the yichus? Yes yep that's what it means they had to make sure that there was, a, that there was uh, kosher yichus for each member of the Sanhedrin okay then the Mishnah said not only that but also if you're getting involved in a shidduch with somebody who uh, worked for the rabbim of Klal Yisrael Okay, They don't need to be They don't need to be members of the Sanhedrin Somebody who publicly worked on behalf of the Tzibor Says the Gemara I don't understand something According to what you're saying That if you found out That her family worked publicly for the community She for sure has kosher yichas That means you need to have good yichas to work publicly for the Jewish community. Right? That's the assumption. Says the Gemara, that's not true. Let's get into this. Do you mean to tell me? We don't appoint people to position, communal positions. If they don't have good yichas. I'll ask you a contradiction. Here we go. Everyone's permitted. Everyone's permitted Who knows their beans. To judge financial matters. But not everybody's everybody permitted to judge. Capital punishment matters. And we said about this. What does it mean everybody? You have a mamzer. You have a brother and sister. That had relations. They have a kid. Is everybody Jewish? Yeah. The kid's are mamzer though. They send the kid to a Jewish day school. This child goes to yeshiva. He's a major Talmud chacham who's a mamzer because of something his parents did. Says Rav Yehuda, if he's the biggest dying in town, a mamzer could be an av besdin. He's the biggest Talmud chacham here. He could he could judge monetary cases. So you see that in order to be part of the public communal face, you don't need to have good yichas. You just have to be fit for the position separate from your yichas. Amr um, Abaye, says, You're right, but not in Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim you need good yichas. So if somebody sat on a bez in Yerushalayim, pub- I'm sorry, if somebody worked publicly in Yerushalayim, then you're fine. But you're right, otherwise not necessarily so. Okay, So there's their answer. Our Mishnah which says that in order to be appointed publicly for a position or to serve in a public position it was a proof you have good yichas that's referring to Yerushalayim itself. Outside Yerushalayim, not necessarily so. It's not a proof about yichas. And then we said also if somebody was in charge of the communal funds, he oversaw the charities of the community of the community. Um, so we can uh, we don't need to check his. Yichas. We're fine. My time why since people don't like gabbit tzedakas. people don't like them and therefore, Everyone's going to look for that little that little place to call him a name, yeah? If there's Sudaka needed in the Kehillah, the Gabbai Stakah go around five minutes before Shabbos and say, Chevra, there's people here who need food. $50, please. $100, please. And you can't say no. It's like a tax collection. And therefore, people... Uh, the, the Gabbai Stakah is coming around. That mamzer... That, whatever, right? If this guy would have a problem with his lineage, color, everybody would know about it. When people don't like you, they'll find all the problems. They'll find the issues. So if you're a charity collector, you have good ideas. Otherwise, the whole world would know. So you'll let him marry, somebody comes from a family of, of uh, where it's known, the grandfather was a charity collector, you know she has good ears, you don't need to look any further. The host of was bar uh was a ger. And he was arguing with Rav BB and he was arguing with Rav I'm in charge of this place. No, you don't. I'm the boss. So the king, who is which means yeah. You should appoint somebody who's a, who's a native Jew. He says one second. He says, uh, is this true if your mother was Jewish? No, if your mother is Jewish, that's not, not included. the therefore Rabbi you should be involved in the Rukhnius, Umar Yet both of you want the position. He says, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. One of you should be involved in the ruchnias, in the ruchnius, the spiritual matters, and should be involved in the physical matters. Yeah, it says if you take in somebody's Talmud Chocham uh, at your place, make sure uh, it's somebody like Ravada Barava who's going to uh, be beneficial to you. Rav matapo Metapah Behu, Ravavu Metapah Behu, B'marava Filo Reish Kuri Leimukmi Be'naihu, in Arda, Gargusa, Lai Mukmi, in different places, they had different uh, customs about appointing uh, families of gerim to various uh, various positions. And again, this had uh, more to do with the way people understood Yichus, and very often it was for their protection, because unfortunately, unfortunately, you're going to have people that take advantage of other people's ancestry. And it's going it to, something that looks beneficial to the person right now may come back to haunt them, uh, may come back to haunt them at a, at, a la- at a later time, which means it could come back to hurt. A lot of good things end up hurting, uh, end up hurting uh, afterwards. So different communities had different customs as to which position they allowed the geirim to be, to be appointed to, to help them from harassment. It's an unfortunate reality. Okay. Says the next part of the Mishra, af my Because in Yeshona They would check out every witness And make sure that they had kosher yichas You relied on that, that checking But ben Antigonus ben Antignis said Also somebody who was a, a soldier You know they had good yichas Umar, what, We don't know exactly what that means So let's get into this Omar It's referring to a soldier From Davra They all had kosher yichas um you, you know they were Mamzerim, Khalalum, Umra, Visya Vis Yah Sam Batsab Moham. And they had yichs. Those who went out to battle during the war, but time of my why was Davar Amalach careful to have those who had strong yichus and not issues? Um Ravidomarav, Kadeshti Zhusan, Zhusafaiz Mesayasan. Yeah it's the shus of that help us out. The merit of our fathers, our forefathers. Somebody's father is a mamzer. You, or your, your parents made you a mamzer. You don't really have schulsavas. So David and Melech understood. We need not only our own merits. We need the merits of our previous generations. Says the Gemara. <speaking in Hebrew> what about Tzalek My love, My love, Osi He came from Amun he lived in amain my he was you know he was uh, the one who who um, the, who stood up against these problems right? had, had four, there were 400 young men and they're all children of Yefas Tayar, which doesn't have the strongest yichus. And they um, they had bangs in front with long hair in uh, with long hair in the back. Yeah, he says these guys were not even Jewish. And they were leaders in David and Melech's army. Says the Gemara, they weren't leaders. Rather, David and Melech had them there. alma. They were big, strong guys who weren't Jewish. They were kind of like to, to scare away the uh, the enemies. They were like the front lines. But David and Melech didn't really rely on them. They were like the uh, the warning signs of there. But as far as being official members of David and Melech's army. You needed to have uh, you needed to have top notch Okay, we'll hold it here for today. But some tomorrow morning, nine thirty a.m., you'll pick up from the mission on top of in Zion. Have a wonderful, fantastic week, everybody.